Listen up, maggots. We got targets inbound. So lock and load your senses and stand by for imminent contact. If you love beer, you're in the beer army. So grab a frosty brew and get ready. It's time to liberate your senses. It's Beer Army Engaged on Beer Army Radio. Well, welcome to the show. Mick Dagger here. And the general. And wow, man, Christmas is sneaking up on us right around the corner. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas, everybody. Oh. You know what I'm not getting for Christmas? What are you not? Your two front teeth? No, well, I'm not getting uh, anything as far as fantasy football. <laughs> I'm so I'm in, dead, I'm in last place, dude. Bill Pool, man. So I played him this week. He smoke checked me. Two of his players, just between two of them, they had like over seventy points. I'm like, come on, man. You know, I, my the first round of the playoffs, it's 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 single limit. You know, you once you're eliminated, you're done, man. So now I got to play the freaking Ginger Ninja, <laughs> old Matt Smith. Oh wow! Um, for the consolation of fifth place game or whatever. So that's uh, good luck. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like son of a bitch. So I'm I'm really disappointed because I've made the playoffs the last two or three years. Never. Uh, well, I think one year I made it to the big game and that got eliminated. I thought this year was going to be my name to put on that freaking trophy. I know you've seen the trophy. We got a badass fantasy football trophy. It's it's pretty. It's badass, man. It's and, totally badass. It's totally badass. And uh, yeah. By the way, man, that Panthers game was insane. Oh, I can't believe Odell Beckham wasn't ejected. I, oh man, don't even get me started, man. It's like Josh Norman did instigate the first time. Well, they both kind of did. I mean, there was a lot yeah, of was, there was, yeah. everybody was being chipper. But after that, man, he I I cannot believe how unprofessional a person can be. And mm-hmm. and the thing is, I told I thought after that last the one before that where we took the headshot, man, holy yeah, they, smokes! I thought you know what, eject him. I figured eject them both. Fair enough. You, you know, know what, what I mean? You know what blew me away in addition to just his behavior consistently without getting ejected mm. was Tom Coughlin's uh, oh. response. You, you heard this right? No, no. Good Lord, it's absolutely crazy. Matter of fact, it was a strong consideration, but it didn't happen. About he had to learn. Him. He's got to learn at some point how to how to be uh, how to deal with some things on the field. And You're willing to deal with the penalties? No, I'm not willing to deal with the penalties. I'm not willing to deal with anything. I want him out there to win the football game. Wow. So he to- I mean, he tolerated that. He said, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, it's bullshit. I mean, it's it was just bullshit. I mean, if you're a fan of football. And don't get me wrong, I'm sure there's Giants fans like whatever, but truly, if you're truly a Giants fan and a football fan, come on, that's bullshit. I mean, that's just bullshit. It's horrible. Because it was in his head, he wasn't playing at all at all. You know, that first half they shut him down. I mean, he just it wasn't just Norman because he was playing on the slot a lot. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. But anyways, and then um I was thinking of either when that happened though. <laughs> it's like he's probably really pissed. Dude, right when they tied the game, I was just like squander a 28-point lead. I mean, you know, they're, well, the thing is, I watched the Denver game after the fact or whatever, mm. and I told Mary, I said, oh, I said, oh Mick is definitely going to be throwing some shit at the TV right about now, mm-hmm. man, because it's like, come on, man, because I was, you know. The defense like, let him down in the second half. Yeah, no. And, of course, we had good beer to uh, to console ourselves with. No, we did. And then, of course, uh, Jolly Skull tickets. I want to remind everybody, get your tickets. Jolly Skull's coming up fast. It's coming up fast. It's coming up fast. You're about a month out. Well, actually, just short of a month out, so. No, right at a month out. Yeah. So um, get it. Get it. Get them while you can get them. Yeah, Greenville so. Convention Center, January 23rd. And, of course, we always have a beer, man. I've been so excited. We've talked about this. We've teased it. We <laughs> are premature, whatever you want to call it. We called it out. And then we had to eat crow, whatever. But we are talking about from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, again, out of Mills River, North Carolina, and they're also in Chico, California. 
squared away Dunkel Weizenbach coming in at 6.9% ABV. Mm. Awesome. It was I love awesome. this beer. And uh, last Thursday, we went out there for the release. Uh, you know, thank you, Brian Grossman and company, and everybody that was involved for treating us like um, like royalty. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Drinking beer and eating food. And um, we were, I was bummed out that um, most of the guys that worked on it were on second shift, so they couldn't drink with us. And, and then, yeah. like, some of them got the word that it was Friday night, and we were there Thursday. And so, you know, but it was really cool, though, that. Uh, the bar manager and all the bartenders and then we had a chance to like do this collaboration again but with them you know yeah, that yeah, was yeah. kind of the cool thing and get them all excited and then of course customers coming in you know to our left and to our right and we're talking about this beer and what it's about and um you know just the whole description that they had and, and then of course seeing the uh the tab handle stickers oh, you know yeah which i thought was just totally badass you know and i, I just yeah man i love this i i loved it absolutely delicious beer and yeah. uh, I'd never had a Dunkel Weizenbach before. Really? Uh, but it, it reminded me of like a Doppelbach. Yeah, well, it's a different uh, take, but a different, uh, to, a totally different style, but similarities, though. Yeah, no, well, and it's a lot, there's a lot of similarities to a Hefeweizen, too. And, and it's basically, it's just a, uh, a winter wheat beer, basically, is what we're talking about here. And um, yeah, I just, I feel very, very fortunate. And the beer was just phenomenal. I mean, I'm really blown away with how good. Well, I guess I shouldn't be blown away. I mean, we're talking about Sierra Nevada Brewing Company here. You know, we're talking about a class act like that. But um, still, I was. I, I mean, I knew it would be good. I mean, you expect it to be good. But, um, yeah, and so uh, what this beer is, it's a dark and robust wheat beer. And, and we'll talk about it here in a little bit. But it, it was it was brewed in collaboration with us and all the military veterans that worked at Sierra Nevada. And uh, it's to veterans everywhere, and they put it on their little thing. You know, we thank you for your service, and hope you enjoy this unique and flavorful beer. And um, as a veteran, I could tell you, and I know you as a veteran, like yeah. I am definitely thankful. So um, this thing pours a nice cola brown with a tan-colored head, and that that lingers and has this nice lacing. Um, there's definitely an aroma of banana bread and toasted malt, and there's some clove in there, spice and citrus, with a touch of brown sugar, and the flavor is like bam. I mean, it just like bam. We are talking toast and bananas and citrus and clove, and there's that spicy rye that brings up the rear to really um, uh, provide some complexity and to balance the beer out. Otherwise, it'd be kind of you know it is kind of maltier, you know. But uh, I think that rye does a really good job, and it's not like you know when I say peppery, I'm not talking like jalapeno peppery. I'm talking oh, like no, spicy, no. you know. And um, and then the body and the mouthfeel, I would say, is medium to high, with the carbonation being medium and. Uh, you, you don't pick up any alcohol in this beer, but thank God for Uber because we were feeling it a little bit later. So, yeah. uh, I, I love the camo and the tap handle sticker that they did for it. You know, the camouflage. You know, and and um, and if you want to know more about Sierra Nevada, we already covered Sierra Nevada and about their humble beginnings and everything with uh, Ken Grossman. But check out episode 160 in Para Beaver where we featured their Hop Hunter IPA, and this is right before Halloween. Yeah. Um, but get more information about that, and of course you can get more information about Sierra Nevada by going to Sierra Nevada. Dot com, but um, I know you had uh, a great experience in the barrel room and the oh, hop man. room well, and the tour. You know, and I was it was just <laughs> me, but Toby was just yeah. took me on this tour, and it took two hours, and, and I, it was pretty quick. Yeah, and that was and as I, far as getting it, right? I really wish you could have been there when we went and did it because I think we did like the tour of mother, you know, the mother load of tours because I think we did tours. Well, we did. I know we did things that the public doesn't even get to see. It was. It was crazy, and uh, I was really humble and thankful that you had the opportunity, and Toby was willing to take you. And blown um, away, blown away. Because you definitely, you, you, I mean, we talk about it, 
and you see pictures of it online, people doing the tours and stuff, but you don't appreciate it until you actually do it. I mean, until you hit that door in that hop room, it's like, bam. <laughs> and you open up the door into the barrel room, bam. You yeah, know, you're yeah. like, oh. It's like, I want to sleep here on Tuesday night. I want to sleep in that room on Wednesday night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was absolutely amazing. And just the sheer size of that place. Oh. It's... And, uh, and just everybody I met was just awesome. Yeah. And just, and I'm just happy to be there. And I know it sounds, and again, I keep saying it's like we're overdoing or whatever, but it really is. You feel like you're, you know, like Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory, the kid with the, the golden ticket. Well, as an adult, that's how I feel yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm really bummed too because we were having such a damn good time at the bar. I was like, shit, Mick hasn't even seen the outside amphitheater or anything. And of course, it was already dark by then, but I was like, so I don't know how much you were able to actually kind of see or whatever. Oh, I saw but it. Did yeah, you? I mean, amazing. You know, and just the cornhole boards and everything else. It's like, dude, go go out there and check this out, man, because it, it is just amazing. What I know when we pulled in and we started going up the drive, you were like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me, <laughs> yeah, man? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was blown away. What a hell of an entrance, just a great feel. And the minute you hit that entry... And that the drive's about a mile from the entry to yeah, the brewery, yeah. maybe just shy of a mile. But you totally get the feel of what that place is going to be. And once it just you, you kind of come up with that thing and it opens it, up, and yeah. it just like, oh my god, <laughs> amazing, yeah, amazing. Their own bridges and everything. <laughs> you know, you're like, it is. I'm telling you, people. You have to put it on your bucket list and at least yeah. check it out. Yeah, because, it's interesting you say cause, that. Because it, it, is, it is definitely, and I've been up there now, geez, at least a half a dozen times this year alone. Um, it never gets old. It mm-hmm. just never gets old, you know. I, I, I just I enjoy the hell out of it. Man. I was telling somebody the other day, yeah, if you're into beer at all it, in any way or shape or form, that you need to put that on your bucket list. The thing that, and I love Squared Away, but then the, the thing is you go up onto the, up onto the tap room list, you know, where we were at, because we're sitting right in front of the vats and stuff like that. And then I'm digging, like, they had that sessionable uh, chocolate milk uh, uh, stout. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, I so I had that, and that was awesome. And then they had um, they had a Christmas jam, uh, pale ale, and they had, jeez, uh, man, just so well, much well, stuff. Well, they also had uh, their Avila. That cactus. Oh, yeah, well, they had that, they're too. They're different Avila styles yeah, with yeah. their collaborations with Monks of the Abbey. It's just, uh, and then there was a beer that they just put on. They weren't even serving yet, but they uh, poured us a sample of, and I can't remember the damn name of it. I just remember it was a great, it was a great IPA. That's all. Oh, that audition, double IPA. Oh, they, yes, yeah. yes, yes. It's just like, wow. Yeah, they had some great, great beers. It, it, it was just really And then the food. I mean, you know, me yeah, being the yeah. cheese guy that I am, different from House Mouse Scott and his processed <laughs> brick cheese. <laughs> No, that that uh, aged goat cheese I paired with us squared away was just oh, it was awesome, man. It was awesome. I really, I was really thankful that you had the opportunity to come up because uh, not just because the entertainment to and from the drive, which was, <laughs> which was entertaining in its own right, uh, between you and House Mouse Scout up in the front there, um, and I guess I was Miss Daisy in the back, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, go yeah. ahead. Got, got some good banter. I'm hoping maybe we can make a uh, little video out of it, you know, mm-hmm. a little skit or something like that. Cause, you get uh, those videos to Scott, you know, we'll do something. Because I, I, I tell you, man, it's money. It's money. <laughs> <laughs> but no, please check it out. Um, Squared Away, Dunkel Weizenbach, 6.9% ABV from uh, Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Brewing in collaboration with Beer Army and all the veterans that work at Sierra Nevada. Um, again, thank you so much. Go check it out. Go visit the brewery. I mean, treat yourself to your own Christmas gift. Go check that out. Yeah. Shit, I wish I could be there for New Year's. I can only imagine what they're probably doing for New Year's, man. <laughs> well, I'll tell you as well, for those of you that might be Sierra Nevada geeks, this is uh, beer camp number 154. Yeah. But, uh, man, oh, just, yeah, 
squared away. Yeah. I, I honestly, I'm speechless. It's just a, such a great, great beer. It was. It was. It was awesome. Oh, awesome. Get more information on uh, beerarmy.org as well. If you're listening on iTunes, just double-click the uh, the image for Beer Army Engaged, and it'll pull up our show notes. You can link to everything from there. And if you are listening on iTunes, definitely rate and review. Get the word out, and that way you know other people will know that Beer Army Engaged exists. And thank you for listening to Beer Army Radio. We'll be back with our Heroes Never Die coming up. Go AWOL with Beer Army Radio. We're online and mobile at beerarmy.org. Every soldier needs quality gear. Get yours at beerarmy.org. Hats, t-shirts, and more. Show Murphy he can't keep you down and announce to the world that you're in the Beer Army. Go to beerarmy.org. Do it. Uh, By the way, Murphy's a bitch. It's Beer Army Engaged on Beer Army Radio. Hey, man, awesome party this weekend, Dustin. It was. uh, We're talking about the Beer Army Foundation uh, Christmas party in the compound slash Beer Army Hornets December meeting um, quasi it was really good, except for the cold, cold weather. <laughs> I tried to get that fire going. It took me a little while, but after a while, we got enough coals going. It kept yeah, us yeah. warm with the bricks and everything. And the, I, I couldn't believe those kids, man, running around barefoot, though. They don't care, man. I mean, you know, yeah. and that bouncy bounce, because we had a bouncy bounce. And, of course, uh, Brandon Snow belting out uh, the first of his double header as he played later on at Beer Army Burger Company later that night, but uh, did a great job. He's uh, amazing. I was, that guy is just good. I even asked him, I said, dude, with this kind of cold weather, will you even be able to play? He's like, eh, we'll figure it out. <laughs> I was like, okay, dude. <laughs> he, he nailed it, man. That yeah. guy is just, he's awesome. If Brandon Snow. Yeah, Brandon name. Snow, yeah, uh, out of Greenville, North Carolina. And he said he just started, um, him and some other guys started a funk band. So nice. I'm really looking forward to hearing them play because uh, I'm into that, you know, that whole genre. And uh, um, he was, I mean, but he's not just pegged as an individual, just the one genre. He kind of went, you know, did a whole plethora of different stuff. I loved how he got the kids involved. They did a little some Christmas carols or whatever, too. You could tell he was like, <laughs> that was hilarious. he was very uh, patient, um, patient and, and um, yeah, patient. <laughs> he was very accommodating, accommodating. That was the word I was looking for. So a good guy. Oh, man. That's Brandon Snow. Definitely uh, check him out. And uh, by the way, man, there was what I liked about the Christmas party was that not everybody there was. I mean, it was just a, such a welcoming environment. Yeah. It was a, it was really cool to have the the Hornets there and then uh, others as well. And got to share some really good beer with people who, who yeah, probably it, had no idea what they were drinking. Right. Well, it wasn't meant to be a bottle share, but it kind of turned out to be like that. Yeah, it was so cool. That was really cool. And then people bring the food, you know, the different potluck stuff and. Um, uh, yeah, it was it was a really damn good time, man. It was a really good time. Looking forward to doing it next year. Maybe bigger and better. I don't know. Well, <laughs> Disney yeah, warmer weather. Do it. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, man, you have an a awesome Heroes Never Die segment here. We're going to kick off here in just a second. Yeah. And uh, this, man, every episode, our Heroes Never Die is the one thing that I really look forward to with this. Well, the cool thing is I'm so glad that we have the T-shirt. And I just showed that, we just debuted it to you, the Heroes Never Die shirt, the new one. So I'm really stoked that we finally have that. And, um, you know, and going to this segment, it means so much. You, you know, you and I, we've talked about this. It's kind of like the whole purpose of Beer Army. It's, it's really a memorial-type organization. Uh, but we don't focus just on that. We use that mm-hmm. to inspire us to celebrate life and to go forward and define ourselves by what we do next. Most well, the actions of uh, the people we highlight that are true inspiration for us to do the things that we do. Yeah. So yeah. and uh, so, without further ado, you know, when everything around you gets turned on its head, and uh, there's you're faced with nothing but uncertainty, you never know who's going to step in the gap. <laughs> 
You know, Mick, I've been following this story for the past couple of weeks, and it didn't seem like it got much traction. And I was really disappointed because I was like, are you kidding me? But then finally, thank God that Good Morning America kind of picked it up and ran with it. And what I'm talking about is uh, these two soldiers. I'm talking about a, um, uh, well, one of them's a furry soldier <laughs> during a recent um, uh, tour in Afghanistan. And, uh, and his handler, Specialist Andrew Brown. And uh, they're hit with an IED. Both got evac'd uh, through Germany and stuff like that, but ended up uh, making a recovery. But the cool thing, though, was that the picture of his dog, Rocky, they put a, they gave him a purple heart, and they had oh, it on man. the side. And the picture was, like, liked over 90,000 times and shared over 130 times, like, within hours, you know. And I just thought that, that's so awesome. And I know there's a special bond between – because we've had K9 units with uh attached to us during certain missions and stuff mm-hmm. like that and I was always very envious and jealous cuz I was like god that's got to be so cool. I know there's got to be a lot of excess. They're carrying not just their gear, but they're kind of carrying their dog's gear too and mm-hmm. I, I know it ain't easy but um and some people don't understand that you have different types of dogs. You have drug dogs, you have, you know, bomb sniffing dogs, you have um tra- you know, I mean there's different types of animals that have a different they focus them, you know, on a certain area that, you know, a dog's not kind of like a general all purpose. It's not like that, but, uh, but anyways, so they did a nice little, uh, piece on it. And I just want you to give it a listen. These are two soldiers, army specialist, Andrew Brown and his military dog, Rocky. Now that's Rocky recovering after he and specialist Brown were injured in an explosion in Afghanistan. Now there's Rocky with a much deserved purple heart attached to his collar. Poor guy suffered a broken leg and shrapnel wounds in the explosion. Now since this photo was posted by the 89th military police brigade on their Facebook page, it has more than 98,000 likes already. And it's been shared nearly 130,000 times. Now, Rocky and Specialist Brown were both reunited in a military hospital in Germany. And great news, guys. Brown now back home. He's recovering. And his dog, Rocky, expected to be flying home soon uh, to Fort Hood. It's just a tremendous story, uh, a tremendous bond Mm -hmm. between these two. And great news, they're both doing okay, and they're both going to be back home soon. I love how you refer to them as both soldiers. (laughs) That's true. Well, you know, there's such a great bond. Anybody that has a dog knows between Mm -hmm. them and their dog, but I can only imagine how much more heightened that is when you're in the military like that together. And and, and those military dogs are so Wow, man. That is amazing. I I like the fact that, again, they refer to them both as soldiers because to me, you know, Exactly. I, I mean, Those dogs are given rank, and, and no, and that's the reason why when you uh, you award them the Purple Heart, to me, it's you know, it's not like a dog version of the Purple Heart. It's mm-hmm. the same freaking Purple Heart that's awarded to you know any you know, Marine, soldier, sailor, airman. It's the same one, and I think it's so important. And, you know, I know we actually have up in Quantico uh, a small monument to uh, the dogs, the canines that worked, and you know, I wish I could say that uh, as a country we treated our our soldiers, our furry soldiers, with the same respect, but unfortunately didn't. Um, you know, when it comes to quarantine and all this other crap, and when you hear yeah. about what you know, it really just tears you apart. But so again, Specialist Andrew Brown, he's uh, he's from uh, they deployed from Fort Hood for Afghanistan this you know this past October, and then uh, and then just again just recently they were searching a compound, uh, and they were both injured by shrapnel from a, an IED, and um, so. The recovering, um, you know, Walter Reed, again, both got Purple Hearts. Both will make a full recovery. And, you know, this as we go into this holiday season, this holiday time, the reason why I wanted to feature this story is that while we sit here making plans like, hey, dude, what are you doing for Christmas and all this other shit, mm. there's guys right now on the wall, stand and watch so we can be assholes here back home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they are protecting us. 
They are sacrificing themselves. Mm -hmm. They are sacrificing their time. They're sacrificing times away from their families and loved ones so that we can be free. And so that we can bitch about, oh, Walmart was out of this damn whatever, and I couldn't get it from a junior. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's it's just, <laughs> for me, it, it, it really, it, it makes me sad. It makes me happy all in the same. It's, it's kind of a double-edged sword. But uh, I do, I, I, it's weird because as I've gotten more time to uncompress from my military time, it used, to, it used to kind of make me sad. But now, not so much. It actually makes me because I say to myself, they want me to enjoy this. They're saying, look, man, mm. enjoy this. Enjoy it for me, you know, and that's what I try to do <laughs> now, you know, with friends and family, like, you know, you and I, we talked about, hey, we doing for Christmas Eve and why don't you come on over, do like a little modified bottle share, have some fun, you know, and that's what it should be about and and uh, bonding and time and celebrating your freedom and, and exercising that, you know, yeah. and, and uh, so, uh, you know, thank you again to specialist Andrew Brown and more importantly, as dog Rocky, you're, you're our heroes and uh, for doing what you do. And, you know, the thing is, I guarantee you, if a dog could speak, you interviewed him, just like specialist Brown here. Hey, I'm ready to go back to my unit. You know what I mean? Because, well, yeah, well, you know, they, they feel this insensible um, bond mm -hmm. and, and, and um, that's not commitment, but just this admiration and and desire and you oh, truly have to see know. it yeah it's, it's hard to explain the, you know unless yeah. you're in a, in the military you know last night i had a, a really uh, just uh, fascinating uh time to speak with um ben um with uh the bangles and whatever so buddy bangle this is his grandfather and sabrina this is her dad and he was a world war or a korean war veteran wow three-time Purple Heart recipient or whatever, right? I mean, oh so, God. like, this guy was, like, it's some serious shit. Uh, get this. So he's telling me the story on September 11th, 1951. He got hit, uh, a piece of shrapnel caught just below his eye, and around 9.30, he got hit again around 11.20 or something. But because oh, both, creepy. But because both of it happened in the same day, it's only one Purple Heart or something like that. I was like, what? I said, but it's two different injuries from two different engagements, though. But he's like, no, nah, they just treated it like that. He said, they promised me some stripes because he was a corporal then. And uh, he goes, I get back stateside. I never got my damn stripes, though. That's the thing he was like, saying. He's like, that's kind of creepy, though, because that's kind of like the way it unfolded on September 11th, 2001, as far as the times. Oh, you know what? That's I never even thought creepy, about that. Man. So you just said that. Oh, the, the thing that I thought was creepy is the fact that it was just September 11th, but I didn't even think about the time, the time differential. Wow. wow. I'm going to have to go look that up now because, yeah, that is pretty crazy. I mean, it's not not exactly. but No, no, yeah, but still kind of like uh, – and anyway, so he was sharing some stories with me, um, you know, and we were just over a pint of beer, you know, and just Briary uh, Burger Company. It was just awesome. It was just awesome to hear um, because in the Marine Corps, we really focus on history and stuff like that. And to me, the Korean War vets, the freezing conditions, and he mm -hmm. said uh, they uh, – his lieutenant, they lost him in a patrol 12 miles into China. He goes, they're actually over the border. And, yeah, he said it was pretty crazy, man. But, uh, whoa. But, you know, just like that was crazy, so is this, man. You know, again, Specialist Andrew Brown, his dog Rocky. It's crazy to be the one looking for mines. You know, like, I, I don't know. You know, because those guys are always, like, on point. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I'm always like, thank God for these guys, you know, and, and what they do. And um, I don't know, man. I, I just have a special place my heart for the for the dog handlers and the dogs and what they do it's just it's amazing yeah. well once you see it i mean you you can't help but i mean it is yeah. amazing and and it's just it's really powerful and check it out definitely the link to the story 
get more information. And uh, also as well in the story, there's an awesome video about uh, just visits uh, with wounded warrior dogs. Oh yeah, therapy dogs. And yeah, stuff like exactly. Because right. uh, you know they're 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 working wonders as well. Yeah. It's that bond. It's yeah. that bond and that intuitiveness and everything else. So. Get all the information you need in the show notes and definitely hit it up and uh, prepare yourself. We've got some real hilarious insanity to get to coming up. I got this story, man, about a Christmas card a family sent out. And it was kind of like a comedy joke because we've all seen kind of funny Christmas cards, right, for families. <laughs> and they're getting a ration of shit about it. They're calling it sexist. They're calling it backward. Like, and everybody, the photographer's even like, what are you talking about? And the photographer's female, you know. And, and you know, and the husband's like, look. It's funny to us, you know, and if you don't like it, then just scroll. You know, it's just amazing how much hate mail they're getting over this. So. <laughs> well, I've got something that's going to prove you're smarter than you think you are. <laughs> well, that's You, good. literally. Okay. And uh, that ties into something hilarious uh, that I want to share with the, with the world. <laughs> nice. And I'll just leave it at that. Stick around or you come to Sue's coming up. Hey, mothers, lock up your daughters. It's Mick Dagger and the General. This fucking retainer, me trying to pronounce some of my S's and stuff, so you're going to have to tell me if it's really bad or not. Because it's dry, you know, because I... It's you know, not anything that's feel like I got a noticeable. dick in my mouth. Dang, man. That's, that's how I feel, You man. need a new orthodontist. <laughs> God. Beer Army Engaged on Beer Army Radio. On the battlefield of beer, an informed soldier is a good soldier. Learn more about the Beer Army Foundation. Go to beerarmy.org. Get informed about beer, upcoming events, festivals, and community outreach that the Beer Army provides and supports. The revolution starts with you at beerarmy.org. Beer Army engaged. Hey, Dustin, do you still get a Christmas cards with like 5 10 or $20 in them from relatives? Dude, my mom sent me a card, and in the card she's like, I, I sent you $25. Don't laugh. And I did. I started laughing, right? Because I'm like, Mom, you know, 43 years old. I don't need you to send me money. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, I get on my so. mom for that all the time. She sends me, like, money. And I'm like, Ma, I don't need this. She goes, I'm your mother. <laughs> and if you send it back, I'm just going to send it right back to you. And we'll just, be, <laughs> we'll just get in a mail war. Mail war. I'm like, okay, Mom. <laughs> Well, hey, if you do get some holiday money for Christmas, uh, spend it wisely. Get one of the yeah. new uh, Beer Army shirts. They are awesome. Yeah, we, we I've been a lazy little bastard. I know. I uh, We have three new shirts. I don't have any of them posted to the webpage or to the website. Uh, we're still, uh, I don't know. It's a crazy time of year. You know, you got like a million things, a million Christmas parties, everything else that you're trying to attend. And uh, But I will work my butt off at a minimum, at a minimum, calling my shot. Before New Year's, I will have the I have it all up there. I'll have it all going, and uh, we have more other shirts in the design phase too. So, um, you it's like know. you're in front of a mirror, giving yourself a pep talk it's, right now. I, I will do I gotta, this. I got to do it. And of course, the new uh, Beer Army Super Shoulder Swag. I'm so excited that that's finally uh, that's rolling out. So all of our um, super soldiers that have been pledging their support. Another cool tidbit that we'll be adding in there. Another little uh, extra bonus that we always like to call a is detail. Uh, what? Yeah, no, we. Um, so for the $5, $10, and $25 levels, I can't remember the, the ranks off the top of my head. I just remember it. Uh, we got a, uh, a complimentary issue of All About Beer Magazine at oh, the 5 a, nice. half, a half-year subscription at the 10 and then a full-year subscription at the 25 So, Oh, hell yeah. You know, so you know those those would probably cost you pretty much what you're going to pledge right there. And then you're going to get that on top of all the other stuff. So, you know, it's... Uh, we're really excited to be partnering up with All About Beer Magazine uh, on this and to continuously expand. For the um, price of a Starbucks coffee. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> a frothy latte. It makes me gassy. 
no, seriously, hit up beerarmy.org and pledge. And, you know, that's a recurring thing. Once you set it up and it's you're good to go, it's secure, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that uh, that gets you, wow, that new edition as well, in addition to all the other uh, Beer Army yeah. Super Soldier swag. Yeah, so exactly. Definitely check that out. And uh, right now, I'm ready to really uh, have a good time and laugh, man. Always. So in this world where insanity is ever-present, there's just some shit you can't make up. So let's yuck them to Sue. Uh, Dustin, hmm. uh, I'm a firm believer that, well, I, I, I've i found something that has proven that you uh, you are more intelligent than you realize. I'm more intelligent than you have And you, have a, you, have a, you have a larger vocabulary than you probably realize. Jeez, don't let my head get too big. I won't be able to get out of the studio door. How do I know this? You might be wondering. I Yeah, how are you doing? Because people who frequently swear are more likely to have a bigger vocabulary than clean-tongued peers. <laughs> so when you're dropping the F-bomb every two words, that means you must have a bigger vocabulary? Pretty much. According <laughs> so, to new research. Okay. Yeah. So here's how it worked. They, they, okay. They, they yeah, asked, please, please enlighten me because I really want to know now. <laughs> they asked participants in this experiment to say as many swear words as they could they could think of in 60 seconds. <laughs> And then after they did that, they were asked to do the same with animals. Okay. And then those who who uh, swore the most were more likely to name the most animals as well. So what the hell does that have to do with your vocabulary, so, though? Well, psychologists they, they 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 say that it proves swearing was positively correlated with verbal fluency. <laughs> dude, I'm so gonna, you can get creative with your swear words. More than likely, you've got an impeccable vocabulary. Dude, all I know is with these damn braces I got last week, I'm having a hard enough time it is to be. Uh, uh, you know, with my vocabulary and be distinguished and be articulate. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> but that ties into... So, congrats, man. Yeah, thanks. Congrats on your large vocabulary and intelligence. Nice. Winning. But, uh, no, this 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 goes to... <laughs> I'm sorry, but I've got to share this with you. This goes into a story out of California where a, a bird rescue uh, said workers are trying to reprogram a new resident. It's a parrot with a profanity problem. (laughs) 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 I'm pulling up this story right now because I really want you to hear this news story out of Santa Rosa, California. So take a listen to this. The parrot named Kayla arrived last week with a very colorful vocabulary. As KTV's Noel Walker reports, the rescue's mission is now to try to clean up Kayla's mouth to get her a new home. You could say this house on West Avenue in Santa Rosa is for the birds, without exaggeration. <laughs> birds of a Feather Rescue takes in abused, neglected, and unwanted birds. That's cool. Here, they get love. She's very spoiled. <laughs> so are birds generally sweet? Are they nice? No. <laughs> no. When I get them, when I got boo-boo, his meaner neck. John Boyd is a bit of a bird whisperer. Oh, that's a good boy. But his newest rescue... Kayla. He's going to take some work. That's the only bird in this whole house that cusses. <laughs> a fowl with a foul mouth, he says. A fowl but she has a, a foul. potty mouth. This bird? I was sitting in a chair one evening and I heard, I got a poop. And I just looked back and went, well, go in your cage and poop. She says, shut the f- up. <laughs> so quiet. John assures us the Congo African gray parrot curses like a sailor. She also um, calls my wife a <laughs> And he's laughing about it. We tried again to get her to talk. 
She gave us the silent treatment. We tried not to encourage cussing. John says cussing Kayla ended up here because she didn't get along with her owner. People don't realize that. Well, it gets better from there, man. But it's there's this bird just goes off. It doesn't on a news story, but uh, uh, and I, I guarantee the bird didn't say I have to poop. I think it said I have to shit. Yeah, no, I, I think that definitely the the reporter with all of her puns and, oh, and stuff like that. It's like I can see one good one, you know, and then you kind of move on. But my gosh, it's like she must have really worked that story. I guarantee it's on our highlight reel. Makes me wonder, you know, Bethany and and. Uh, Doug. And Doug, they're, they're African gray. Yeah, that big old bird. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm wondering if uh, he's a cusser. Well, with Bethany around? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure Doug shakes his head. You know, I can see it right now. I can picture it right now in the roundhouse living room. It's like, yeah. Oh, well. Oh, man. So there you go. I, that, uh, you've got competition, buddy. Yeah, no. I guess, hey, my brain, I feel smarter already. Thank you for sharing that. That's like a little Christmas gift. I can say I'm smart because I swear a lot. Well, you can tell, yeah. Just be careful telling your wife that. All I know is Katie all the time. She's like, shoot. Language! Yeah, she goes, yeah, you've heard her, right? You've heard her say it, right? She goes, like, and the thing is, I swear, like, I'll say it where, and then she'll be like three rooms over. I'm like, how the hell did she freaking hear me, you know? And, and I'll be like, I'm sorry, honey, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome what do you got man uh so yeah so i guess speaking of family and stuff like that and everybody does the um, we've never done the christmas card christmas holiday photo put on a you know postcard and send it out for or put on a christmas card and send it out you know we've we've gotten plenty of those i've gotten some really you know cute ones i've gotten some funny ones um I guess I wouldn't say serious ones you know but just writing normal ones Mm -hmm. uh but i always get a kick out of the funny ones right and and so I come across this one. So this photo was taken by Hannah Hawk's photography of the Johnson family. And um, so the Johnsons used it and posted it up. And what's crazy is how many, how many people are attacking the photographer? How many people are attacking the family for calling uh, it sexist, basically? Uh, and, uh, I mean, if you look at the picture, you'll see what I'm talking about. But it basically has the father and the little son with their thumbs up and then the girls his his wife and the two girls both have duct tape over their mouths and he's kind of got them tied up with uh, Christmas lights with their arms or whatever you know and he said fine he's got a little sign he's holding you know says finally peace on earth or something like it that it just says peace on earth yeah yeah so, to the, uh... and it's obviously just a pun because like my girls like to talk a lot you know and, and but anyways huh. g- give a listen to this a little bit of a segment This morning, a family's holiday photo causing controversy on the web. Comments pouring in from around the globe. One poster writing, the fact that you and your friends find this funny shows what a sick bunch you truly are. Another calling the image sick. I've actually received messages from people all the way in Germany. In the photo, you see the family of five posing between rows of Christmas trees and the mother and two young daughters with their mouths taped shut and hands bound by Christmas lights. The father holding a sign that says peace on earth as her younger brother gives them a thumbs up. The picture going viral, sparking outrage with many feeling the photo is sexist, sending the message women should not speak. All the negative feedback was real disheartening. The family and photographer saying it was always meant as a joke. It's originally my idea. Um, I found a photo like it on Pinterest and decided that, hey, let's do it. The Johnson family standing by the photo. Take it for what it is. It's a family photo. Uh, if you like it, great. We love it. If not, scroll up about half a second later, you're not even going to see it anymore. 
You know what I mean? And that's a perfect <laughs> yeah. point, you know? If you don't like he- hearing what somebody's saying, turn the channel, you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. It, it, if you don't like somebody, don't hang out with them, you know? And what I couldn't believe is, you know, one room, one woman wrote, she goes, as a female, I do not find this funny. It promotes the stereotype that women talk too much and should just shut up. It's like... I, I hear their you, own. They, they're they're projecting their own issues right, exactly. into this photo. I, yeah, I almost yeah. want to say you need to lighten up, man. You know, like if you take yourself that serious all the time, you're going to be dead before forty, man. You know, it's like relax. Well, the wife even said it was her idea. No, I mean it's just you know, or that was a photographer. That's a photographer, Hannah. So she was the one that was saying it was her idea or whatever. Because so the photographer was female, uh, the mother, you know, yeah. like. Everybody was on board, you know. But then the cool thing is that other people wrote in though, saying, "Hey, I loved it. I thought it was humorous and cute." You know, quit. You know, people quit well, trying so to read that, something. Everything you see, you know, get your feelings. You know, it's like, yeah. it's like relax, man. And until that little boy, the youngest, was born, that man was totally overwhelmed <laughs> with estrogen. So peace on earth, probably a, a primary thought in his brain. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I, I, once again, I shake my head in disbelief <laughs> where. It is not directed towards you, you know, if you don't like, you know, but yet people got to try to hijack it. And like you said, project this, this bullshit, this mantra of, you know, we're being sexist and we're being hateful. And, you know, it's like you're being hateful because it's meant as a joke. You know, it's like, exactly. I don't know, man. But well, welcome to the crazy world. It is. It's nuts. Man. Uh, and uh, by the way, what a fitting way to go out. Yeah. With the insanity surrounding Christmas, and uh, I just want to play a sample of this. You can get the, the full thing up online at uh, at beararmy.org okay. and and in the show notes here of the podcast. But uh, you have these people that are get their panties in a bunch. Yeah, you know, I, I don't want to be offended. I don't want to have thoughts of my own uh, issues being uh, brought out in your photographs. <laughs> so you know, the politically correct day and age. How about okay, a, so this? next on our agenda, we have our annual staff Christmas party, and well, because <laughs> of the blackface Halloween incident. Really cracking the whip on this one. Maybe we should stick to a holiday party. Mm, The term party could be threatening to the IT department. (laughs) Okay, holiday team building event. Is it paid? Optional holiday team building event. That's good. Oh my god. Uh, John, he'll be our Santa again this year, I think. Mm, Don't you think it's a little bit sexist to have a man play Santa again? (laughs) Okay, Jenny, you can be Santa. That's fine. All right. Yeah, we probably shouldn't have any Santas. Okay, so just have a self-serve gift station. Nothing too pricey. Six packs for the guys, (laughs) rosé for the girls. Maybe we should have a more (laughs) gender-neutral gift, like uh, like tequila for everyone. It just gets better and better. uh, Anonymous email. It just gets better and better, man. An optional holiday gift. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just uh watch the full thing there on uh in the show notes. You but it's so true. Show. It's so true. It's like that's how bad it's getting. We're just getting so damn PC, it's like Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> uh, it's so much so that you have college campuses where they're signing petitions to, you know, eliminate the first amendment. Yeah. Just so wow. they can have a safe zone. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Wow. No. How stupid is it? It is. You can't make this shit up. You can't. Ah, well, thank you so much for tuning in. And don't forget the back catalog available to you at BeerArmy.org. And uh, as well, a uh, way to pledge there. Hit up the shop. Get the new swag that's uh, in the shop there. And uh, just a bunch of goodness coming down the pike from Beer Army. So definitely stay in the know. And in the meantime, rounds out. And Merry Christmas. Beer Army Radio.